0: everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is June 9th, 2021 for the third fucking time.
1: Well, goddamn Dave, uh, you're the only guy I know who's done the same job for three years and you consistently get worse at it. You don't... <laughs> uh, it's, I know it's somebody shocking. that was
0: told that, you asshole.
1: It's, it's And you don't know have for the
0: guy he retired from radio because his feelings got hurt.
1: Well, he should. I, I just, every night I come down here... I don't touch here. it.
0: I haven't touched any of this yeah. equipment.
1: Yeah, I, I've said to Dave for three years... Get a goddamn notebook and write three notes as to how to do this. Nah, I'll just do it from memory. And every night you come in, it's like, Dave, I can't
0: hear you. Oh, you son of a Dave, bitch.
1: Dave, it's... Hey, everybody. Hey, dude, it's David Jeff. Hey, I think you sound good.
2: I'm like, Dave, I can't hear shit. Oh, I told you, it levels look good here. It's really good. Hey, everybody, David Jeff, so great today. have dance attack. talk. like, Dave, I
1: can't hear any dick.
0: You Fuck. asshole. I am looking at the fucking levels right now. You well, can't see the screen I'm looking at. You're and, fine. And You're then, fine. Look, brand new microphones are in the, on their way, in the mail.
1: I'm, I'm going to say to the guy who knows who he is, don't text me and go, did you get the XJ2000? I have no goddamn idea what we're running down here. The guy texts me today, love the guy, His family. Hey, did you get that Roadcaster? I don't know what the fuck we're running, kid. I just show up.
0: Just show up and start talking. That's the way it goes. (laughs)
1: start yapping. Dave, I I just had a great conversation with a longtime friend of ours. Okay. The Rifleman Joe Connor.
0: Okay, good guy.
1: Joe Connor's great. He has made a niche doing sports traveling and really does cool different things. And I have a question for you as a sports fan. We may have done this, but I don't think so. As we're getting coming out of COVID I bought tickets today for WWE Monday Night Raw for my son so I'm just giving everybody a head start right now no show August 23rd don't get nervous billy we'll be back you got 2 months to prepare yourself um but Dave the Rifleman Joe Conner has been able to go to a bunch of different places See a bunch of different events. Yeah. For you, right now, we're watching the Dodgers. Yay. But they're playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think that would be a great ballpark to go to.
0: It absolutely would be. It's funny you say that. Right before you walked in, they mentioned Albert Pools has two favorite ballparks in all of baseball. Okay. Pittsburgh in the National League, Kansas City in the American League. Would you go to either one? Would you go out of your way to go to either one?
1: That's the thing. So... Uh, remember how I said we wouldn't be doing a show on August 1st because I have tickets to the Blasters and Los Lobos? Yes. Now I find out I may have to go to Chicago that weekend. Oh, look at is, that. Which is
2: great.
0: You tell them you can't go because you have to see Los Lobos? Fuck, they're so good.
1: No, I have uh, Padre tickets on the 31st. I have Los Lobos tickets on the 1st. And I may have to just bite the bullet on both. Um, But I could be at Wrigley and back at Comiskey, which is pretty fun.
0: Have you looked at the schedule?
1: Damn right, did it today. who's playing? Reds are in town. Uh, If I I go in early, if I end up going, I'm not sure if I'm going, but if I end up going to Chicago, it would be that last weekend in July, and the Reds are in town uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the Cubs head out of town, but then starting that Friday – uh, the Indians are in town. Okay. Cleveland's in town at Old Comiskey. Cool. Well,
0: it's not that old.
1: No, but whatever whatever they call it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, whatever that is. That bank one, Great American Ballpark. U.S.
0: Cellular or That's something? That's what it know. is. I don't even know. But one of those. I'm just saying it's not that old of a ballpark anymore.
1: But what I wanted to ask was, right now is life comes back to normal, and you could go one. Let me start with a ballpark. Okay. One ballpark where you could go to see a game. Is it Wrigley, or is it? have you changed your mind? No,
0: it's Wrigley, without a doubt. That's the one on the list. We've seen Yankee Stadium and Fenway. Wrigley is the one that's left for us. What about this PNC Park? I would love to see PNC Park. It's funny. I used to think out of all the new ballparks, that was the best one, looking at it on television. Far and away, looking at it on TV. Mike and I, says
1: I, it's insane how
0: yeah, beautiful it is. I, I'm sure it is. At the same time, when I look at different ballparks on TV and I watch a shitload of baseball, I always wonder what, like, what do the Mets fans think when they're watching Petco? Yeah. And we're lucky it's right here. I mean, it's 20 minutes from here. It's the deal is Petco Park is the best one, you know, out of all the new ones. It's it's the best one. I would love to go to Camden because yeah. that was the idea to start building all these great ballparks. And Pittsburgh looks insane. And I think for me, the one the thing that makes Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is that yellow bridge out there that you see in the outfield.
1: Yeah. Uh, Don't you, you skipped over AT&T or Oracle Park. I've been to, I've been there.
0: I went there with it's you. Great. I, yeah, it was it was okay. It what, was what, uh did you see a game there? No, I just walked around it with what, you. What remember? the fuck does that mean? I wasn't impressed. I
1: didn't ride the I didn't ride in the new Jaguar, but I walked around it. Oh, okay. Well, wasn't thanks. impressed I from the outside.
0: Review. Well, I don't know anything about engines, so I don't need to see the inside of that Jaguar. Look, I'm telling you, as far as Petco goes, it gets better every time I go.
1: God, and Brian Curry's like, this is why I fired you as a client,
0: because you're going to walk up. <laughs> he didn't up- fire me as a client. He did. He's not Dan Williams that tells people to eat shit. <laughs> he doesn't do that.
1: Hey, Dave, here we go. We got a beautiful uh, four-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath right here where you wanted it. And Hummel, I don't like the front yard. Keep driving, B.C. D- Dave, we haven't even stepped foot inside. I know. i know what I like. like it.
0: By the way, Dan Williams doesn't tell people to eat shit.
1: <laughs> he was going to tell you he's done got it. plush carpeting <laughs> he's, Dave
0: he's done it to me but no no I, when you and I went to AT&T we went during the Super Bowl remember we walked around the whole damn thing
1: yeah but I've actually been inside for
0: so what makes four, it as good as Petco
1: It's it's unbelievable the sight lines are great it's really a beautiful ballpark to be in like when you get in there it's just one that I I love going to Petco but Petco, to me, doesn't feel like you've stepped back in time. No. You you mentioned. You've been to Fenway. I have not. But Wrigley, that whole thing, even though they're That's trying a to big, change it.
0: Big yeah. uh, Diamond Vision out there.
1: Yeah. But even with that, when you go in, you're just like, it, it embraces you, man. It's yeah. like tradition. Are the
0: seats comfortable? No. Okay. Because at Fenway, it's the most uncomfortable place to be ever.
1: But. But it's, it's cool.
0: Yeah. Fenway does feel like you're stepping back a hundred years. Yeah. A
1: couple of old style beers. Shit. You don't know the difference.
0: No. The day. First of all, the lines at Fenway are insane to get anything, a hot dog, a beer. I mean, it's, you're going to miss three innings. Same with uh, Wrigley. With Wrigley. Same thing. So, but as far as going, like literally when we were there, I'm going, if I lived in Boston, could I be a season ticket holder? 100% Hundred percent, my ass couldn't take no it. No way, it's, dude. The seats are that uncomfortable, especially for someone our size. There's no way.
1: Now I'll say this: we had an absolute blast at U.S. Cellular. Yeah, that, you told and me I that you liked right it right behind home plate. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, nobody really going to Sox games compared to going to Cubs
0: games. Well, now the Sox are great.
1: Um, I I also bring this up because I talked to
0: our pal. Uh, well, what's, what, what's your one besides besides whatever? Is it Fenway for you? I feel more Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium was a little disappointing.
2: Yeah.
1: The, the fans still, aren't what you think they are. I'd I still want to go. It was quiet. I, yeah, I mean, I've been to a lot. I've been to every park uh, in California. Yeah. I've been to Seattle, been to Arizona.
0: Everyone says City Field with the Mets play is awesome. Better than See, better than like Yankee that. Stadium.
1: I would like that. I'd do that. Um yeah, I don't really feel like Target Field would be a lot of fun to go back to Minneapolis and do that one. Um,
0: I'd go anywhere where oh, there's Camden a ballpark just good. to see it. Yeah, Camden's the one I would like to see for that reason. I mean, obviously, the baseball team sucks. Pittsburgh sucks.
1: But But even still, Dave, when you go... For that night, for two and a half hours, three hours, to just go yeah. and be a pirate fan for the first time in your life, you're in, right? Dude, there's
0: not a, a team in baseball I wouldn't go. I'd go to a yeah. Rays game if I'm in town and the Rays oh, are playing. I'm on. going. Hang on. You aren't going to a Rays game? Fuck the no, best team to, in baseball.
1: Dude, it's. I would rather go back to the shuffleboard hall of fame in St. Pete, where I've been. Have you
0: ever been inside? Yes. You went to a race game? No, we we were there for Super Bowl. Oh, you son of a bitch. And we, Did I tell you about that new Jaguar that you never sat in?
1: Well, if you want to shut your fucking mouth for once. But y'all don't say that. All right, sorry. <laughs> you got to bring the level up on that. Nobody will know what the hell that is. Did <laughs> it again. But y'all don't say that. It's so goddamn low.
0: Maybe your headphones are low.
2: Who
1: loaded that thing?
0: I just want to remind Johnny people Bananas? at this very moment here, by the way, as you continue your story. Yeah. People say to me all the time, how come your shows, because they're getting the free ones only. Yeah. The shows are a little dated from when we're talking about something on Monday to Saturday. Look, I release the shows for free on Saturday. Yeah. Everyone else is in on the game that subscribes to Patreon. That's it. So if you, I don't think people understand there's a Patreon option. Not everybody understands. We don't bring it up enough, as I was told.
1: Oh, well, if you subscribe via Patreon, DaveAndJeffShow.com, just $5 a month. Uh. It doesn't really get you anything, yeah. other than the fact that this show doesn't seem outdated. It
0: makes sense when we're ripping Andy Green.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, my brother and I are in Tampa. We go out to St. Pete. We want to see it. We rent a car. Takes forever to get out there. We go to Dan Marino's for lunch. We found out that the Shuffleboard Hall of Fame was there, so we went and it Why? Was- Why? It's like 11
0: in the morning. Can you name one shuffleboard star?
1: Uh, Dick Weber. <laughs>
0: no, that's not him.
1: Uh, Earl Anthony. What the fuck's
0: wrong Nelson with you, too? Nelson Burton
1: Jr. Um, So, we go, and there's three old ladies. So, my brother and I are like, uh, hey, this might be a good time for you guys to go, and, go in and get some lunch, because we're going to... We can kind of put a clinic on there. <laughs> These three old ladies just kicked our ass. Really, so fun. Now we get back in the car and we go out to the uh, St. Pete Dome, whatever they call it, Tropicana Field. Yeah. We pull up. It's the off season, and we just walk around the back. Think of like the back of the sports arena. We go down the ramp, and there is a guy just sitting there. Looked like John Rigg. And he could not have been more bored, just like Rig. And uh, know, how many people know who you're talking about? Enough. And we said, hey, hey, part timer, we're in town from San Diego. We, huge Rays fans, wink, wink. Is there a chance we could see the field? And the guy said, uh, tell you what, because you can walk about 50 yards up. And you're going to be in center field, kind of like uh, right behind the batter's eye. Okay. So he said, go up there. He goes, uh, yeah, don't linger. <laughs> I was like, well, it's pretty tempting when you're in a goddamn barn. But we're just soaked to get in. So we went and headed straight, kind of just to the left of the batter's eye. Dave, it was so depressing. Yeah. It felt like you were in... Roy's Carpet World, and you were just like, what is this? And it's just vacant, and they hadn't done anything with the turf. Like I, They probably run that lawnmower thing yeah. over it to at least- Fluff it up. Yeah, try to make it look like something's going on. And uh, it just was run down and-
0: Did it smell like mold?
1: It just smelled like boredom. <laughs> and so- uh But, yeah, so technically I've been in there, and the lights were only probably a third of the lights were on, so it was kind of dark. So technically I've been in there, but I wasn't there for a game. But I I can't imagine that it comes to life uh, when the lights
0: turn on, right? Yeah, I I haven't been in there. My son's been in there. Josh actually pitched in there one time. Pitched
1: in there. Now, see, if it was that situation where you're going and a buddy's playing in the game, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, you've been to Bank One, right? Yeah, a bunch of times. That's not too bad. It's all right. Yeah, I haven't been in there when the roof is open.
0: And I would neither have I. I would hate to honestly, if I was a pro baseball player, to play in a stadium where you're indoors. It's to me that's depressing.
1: I went to the Metrodome, saw a game indoors yeah. there, and it was terrible.
0: Yeah. Terrible. I remember my dad went. He went on seat cushion night. Brought me back <laughs> a Minnesota twins seat cushion. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's he just, said
0: the seats were facing the wrong way. He they said, weren't.
1: It's set up for football. It's set
0: up for football. You said you're, you always have to turn your head and your body yep. to try and watch the baseball game.
1: Uh, Lou was 100% right. But I was just thinking about that tonight with our pal Joe, uh, Joe Connor. Um, and because I was texting back and forth today with Jimmy Bentoncourt Because Monday Night Raw is coming back to San Diego. If anybody is like, oh, I want to go, there's a pre-sale going on for our Patreon fans. This is why it pays to subscribe. Uh, you can get tickets using, uh, it was all in capital letters, WWE fan. So that's the okay. pre-sale code. Uh, my sons are incredibly excited. but I So I sent uh, Jimmy B a text. I said, hey, if you don't have the pre-sale code, here it is, because I know you want to take your son. And he mentioned, he goes, man, he goes, "Uh, I got to be careful. I'm going to Vegas for SummerSlam two days earlier, (laughs) like a legend. But Dave, SummerSlam is at the Raiders stadium. Okay. So, and Jim's a Raider fan. Yeah. So he kind of gets, right, two birds. He gets to go into Allegiant. He gets to go to SummerSlam with his son, which should be a lot of fun. And that's just today what I've been thinking about. The Islanders won tonight, as yeah. we told you on this show. And I'm looking at the old Nassau Coliseum where the fans are going crazy for the Islanders. You go, shit, that has to be a really fun atmosphere tonight uh, for them. Jim at SummerSlam at Allegiant. It just it's kind of fun to come back and then talk to Joe Connor tonight, thinking about different venues where you go. Yeah, I'd like to be there, uh, and. If you had one day for uh, whatever win, 2021, as life comes back, if you had one, any sport, narrow it down, one road trip this year with all that uh, surplus money you got from the stimulus <laughs> Sleepy Joe sent you, uh, where are you going?
0: I'm going to uh, Death Valley in Baton Rouge. I want to see an LSU night game that's, and football. That's really good. That's where I want to go. Uh, could you? Never uh, been.
1: Could you ever go to a game at Notre Dame?
0: Yeah, I could. Alabama and Notre Dame are going to play in the next couple of years. They're doing like that home-and-home. Home. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> my kid and I were just talking about this. Alabama is the schedule where they're doing home-and-home home with Ohio State, Oklahoma, Notre Dame. Wow. And then in 2031 and 2034, they're doing it with Boston College. And he was like, what the fuck's the deal with Boston, Boston College? College. And, and he, then I said, Saban's not going to be coaching then. Don't worry That'll about be it. be Ralph Friedgen." And he goes. <laughs> He's like, you right, Saber probably won't be alive by then. But we're sitting there going, you know, all this games were great, except that one, like at all those places. I'd yeah. love to see a game in Austin, Texas. I'd love to – college football is great if it's a really a great college town. Yeah. And so for me, I've never been to a game at LSU. I always ask Josh because he's been all the SEC stadiums. Yeah. If you didn't go to Alabama, which has the best home field advantage? He goes, it's not even close. It's LSU. Wow. Yeah, he says I it's like something that. else.
1: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I look at that and go really, really good because that's one too, Dave, where you're going to get the full atmosphere, right? Yeah. Like it's, well, it's an all day event. You have yeah. the people
0: all, all day who are getting ready for that but game. all of those schools, right? Florida, yeah. Georgia. He said Ole Miss was great.
1: Ole Miss, that yeah. would be great. Yeah. Really cool. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Sports starting to come back. And uh exciting and shit. And and Joe said the same thing to me tonight that I said a couple of weeks ago. He goes, you know, man, a couple of years ago, I was like, ah, I got to kind of wind it down, get off the road. I go, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, and I got the bug again. I go, yeah, I know exactly what it is. And I think, Dave, anybody who travels, whether it's for work or for leisure, uh, it, it's fun. Yeah. Like, it out. our pal Matt Coyle, I was talking to you yesterday. He's up at Pebble Beach, coming back to San Diego tonight. And that's somewhere I went for seven years. So he's talking about Monterey and Carmel and 17 Mile Drive. And he's like, oh, man, I missed that too. So, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well and staying safe. But, but slowly but surely, we're getting
0: there. All right, let me turn this on What was the worst place you went to where you said, man, that's not what I was expecting. It wasn't great.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I am going to think about that
0: I'll go first uh, I'll tell you I no. would go back to next time I'm in New York if the Yankees are playing I'm definitely going back to Yankee Stadium I mean yeah. we went it was disappointing because we expected to feel the electricity even like you felt with the Padres and Dodgers when there's hardly anyone there in April there was a lot of electricity in the ballpark Dodger Stadium feels the same way. We saw the Yankees and Red Sox. I mean, it doesn't get yeah. bigger than that, and it was so fucking quiet in September. Really? Where if the Red Sox won that day, they clinched the division, and the Yankees were still making the playoffs, it was kind of disappointing. But I would go back. I would, yeah. def- I would definitely go back. When I was a kid, we drove five hours to go to Riverfront Stadium to see the Reds. Oh, it was Dave Parker life size poster night. I Dave like Parker that. was you know a giant. Yeah, the posters were ridiculous. And I've been that, to that stadium before for football. My first football game I ever saw, I saw the Bengals and Browns play in that same stadium. But I was like, this is the Reds. Tony Perez actually was still playing. Yeah. who's an old man, and he was playing. Actually had a game-winning home run, walk-off home run damn. in that game. But it was, it might have been like 1985, 86. I think Pete Rose was managing, playing the whole mm-hmm. deal. And you sit there and you go, it's the Reds. It's not the 70s Reds, but it's sure. the Reds. It was it was dead. It just wasn't wasn't crazy exciting, and I th- expected more.
1: I think for me, uh, this one might surprise you. But when I think about different venues where I've been, uh, it might be the L.A. Coliseum. Okay. Um. And I say that as an S.C. fan. Yeah. And I've been to a couple of Rams games with a buddy who was Rams season ticket holder. So, yep. uh, my buddy Rob, my buddy Scott were diehard Rams fans. So we. I mean, man, the experience from parking and just rolling in was all fun. But the and going into the Coliseum, Dave, knowing the history, right, from not only the Olympics, but Dodgers had played there, diehard SC fan, thinking yeah. about all the different games, Super Bowls, everything that had been there. The Coliseum to me is probably the one where you go in and you just kind of go, okay. Yeah, like it's it's cool to be here, but I don't know that anybody walks out and goes, "Well, I can die happy." <laughs> I was my God. I saw Tommy Trojan. I sang a da 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 Yeah, I think that might be the one. We go, yeah, fun day, but
0: I don't disagree with you. I remember you and I went to go see Pat Re- Pat Riley. Uh Mike Riley and yeah. Oregon State against USC and it felt really quiet. Yeah. You know, we were looking forward to seeing Mike, but at the same time it didn't feel like a big time college football game.
1: No. And I hope um I'm really really interested, Dave, to see what we end up with for San Diego State. Yeah. I'm really uh really interested. I mean, they are just God damn, they're cranking it with that place, right? Getting that thing built as quick as they can. Is that going to be LSU? No, we know it's not going to be LSU, right? Manage your expectations. But if they could make that special, because Aztec games were a struggle yeah. at Qual- Qualcomm, fuck, if they can make that special for the 35,000 that are in there every night, um, and hiring a director of entertainment and fan experience is going to be two huge hires for the Aztecs, uh, that could be kind of fun. I look forward to that.
0: What if they brought in Woods to do the voice, to get the crowd going?
1: You know, does that fucking guy ever breathe? My God. Kevin Acey's like, dude, I'm writing newsletters, game stories, tweets, the whole thing. Uh, listen, Steve goes 724. Does not he? He's Every day, there's something going on. Goddamn, uh, Willie Geis, right? He's, I'm like, now you're, <laughs> now you're commenting on the weekend version of the Today Show. But I laughed today because he was at the game, and Steve and Hannah are just trying to have lunch, and here come 40 people that want to take a
0: picture with him
1: like he's goddamn Kevin Faulkner.
0: <laughs> I think he gets more than Kevin Faulkner. He's more liked in this town.
1: Well, yeah. I'm like, can Steve and Hannah just eat lunch? No. Like, like, holy shit, right? It's not like you go, hey, everybody, it's me and Trevor Hoffman. Then you go, oh, well, that's great. Hey, it's me and Steve Woods, and I know he and his wife and their baby are trying to eat, but let me get nine selfies with them.
0: You don't think he loved every minute of it? Oh, he's so mellow.
1: Yeah, he sure, but what do you mean? What are you shaking your head no?
0: I'm saying he was on the goddamn video board. He kind of invited it. He was right there. Did you see the picture of the video board?
1: Uh, yeah, but that was Hannah did that.
0: Yeah, okay, well, I'm sorry. But when you sit there and let everybody know we're here, you you sent the picture into the video people to say, put this on the board. Uh, true. Okay, you kind of asked for it. Don't complain and go, what the fuck? No,
1: I'm, he's not complaining.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm just saying, hey, if yeah. you can't finish your lunch, it's your fucking fault. You <laughs> walked in there, put your arms in there, go, everybody look at me. That's what you say, did.
1: I didn't say he was complaining. I'm just like, fuck. That I, I go on Twitter to read NHL trade rumors and Ken Rosenthal, right? And then I like when Coach steps in it. Yeah. But I can't see any of that shit because I got 9,000 dub. You see that when they win now? That's his new move. When the pods no. win? You no. Know, what pods does he do? W- he just tweets out dub. That's it? He's edgy. That's what the cranberries told him to do. Maybe,
0: maybe he should be the voice guy for that decade. Do think
1: there's a day when Paul and Ben, Steve gets up, right? Shuffles down to get a caramel latte. I think there's a day when Ben's like, Paul, please just back me on this. Let's just beat the fucking shit out of him
0: today. Never. Never. You and I would. Them, no way. Because they just have tuned him up. No, not they tuned them out. They're just they're company guys. And whatever coach does, they're gonna support. They aren't gonna ever call him out for his bullshit. No, but
1: I'm saying, are they gonna beat the shit out of Steve?
0: Oh, I thought you meant
1: coach. No, I'm oh. saying I'm saying, does Ben ever say to Paul Yes when Ben when Steve shuffles over to ninety four nine, hey, you need a guest DJ? No. Okay. Right down the hall. Do you think when he shuffles out, he's like, hey, I'm going to go talk to John and Tammy and see if they... Maybe I can do uh a fun bit with them. Okay. All right. Yeah, they'll love that. Go. And you just hear the door... E- 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 and it shuts. That fucking thing shut.
0: Here's one of my favorite things about that show.
1: They just want to take that big wiffle ball bat and just crack him right in the back of the fucking it, head.
0: I think they're almost everybody on that show wants to crack the other guy in the back of the head with a fucking bat. <laughs> and a real bat. Fuck no. the wiffle ball bat. Yes. The funniest thing about that show to me is all three guys do the show, love doing the show, but they'd rather do other things. Steve rather be in music. Okay. Think so? Fuck yeah. That's his yeah. forte. Look at it, dude. They barely talk sports. He you doesn't even take callers. He's afraid of fucking taking callers because they're going to put him on the spot. He's going to shit himself. He you got to Paul, be the scarf guy
1: for Jason Isbell. Yeah. Remember how Elvis had a couple of yes. guys who just gave him scarves? Yeah. That's what Steve wants to do. He just wants to wear a rhinestone denim shirt and just fucking hand scarves to Isbell. Paul, you know I'm right.
0: Woods would love to go on the road with him, right? Isbell. Yeah. Yeah, who else? Okay. Paul 100% doesn't want to be running the board. He wants to be part of the show. Like he wants his name on the show. I'm not calling Paul out. What I'm saying is good for Paul. Yeah, he's got if higher he, expectations. It, higher expectation. He doesn't want to be a producer the whole his whole life. He he has bigger goals. He might, won't say it maybe on there, but he wants to be he has bigger goals. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Actually I admire that a little bit. Me too. Ben has no desire to do fucking the news or do that show or work with Woods every day for the rest of his life. He wants to be a game show host. He gets so excited when they play Take on that's Woods. That's funny. He listen to how his voice goes. He sounds like Wink Martindale. That fucking guy wants to be a game show host like for no like, that's like his Peter dream job. You Yes. Press your luck. A hundred percent. He whammy, so no whammy, excited. Stop! He doesn't give a fuck if Woods fucking gets five out of five or gets over five. None of that shit, dude. He just wants someone to call and say, we got a job for you at the game show network. Look at that. I'm telling you, all three of them have Why isn't bigger ben expectations. Trying out for Jeopardy? You know what? He would probably love that opportunity.
1: He'd be better than Aaron
0: Rodgers. Wouldn't he? <laughs> the cameraman sitting there just angling the camera all the way up in there and shit, trying to get Ben's full body in the shot. Been so eight. yeah, because he got tall. You don't see guys that tall on TV unless That's they play funny in the NBA. Has been so mellow, dude. He wants to be a game show
1: host. That's re- I love that. What happens, to Alston? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alston's wearing a scarf, doing a soccer's podcast. Big things popping.
1: I fucking love Craig,
0: dude. Every time I think things are going really good with Craig, he just takes a shot out of nowhere at me. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> For anything. <laughs> for anything.
1: Oh, uh, shit. shit. I think it was John
0: Conniff today. ripped me out of nowhere.
1: No, was, yeah, what do you do? You had your wrong Twitter yeah, handle. Yeah, just
0: read, at fuck. Palais.
1: Yeah, which is some random lady yeah. in Rhode Island. <laughs>
0: what the fuck is going on? Fucking.
1: How East do you County. mess that up?
0: You're the guy that tells me to eat shit every day, five times a day for two years. And you fuck it up.
1: God, his poor wife putting up with his shit. Mrs. Connop, kind of the most patient woman on the planet, dealing with that fucking maniac.
0: You know, here's the funny thing, though. When Jeff and I were doing regular radio, I think you and I were 100% content just doing the show, right? Oh yeah. Like neither one of us ever said, "I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to move on to TV or do that shit." Yeah. It was it was the radio show. Yeah. And as much as good as Paul is, and and Alan Horton was that guy was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> After a while, yeah. I have bigger dreams. I'm not going to be here all the time. You and I got to the point after Horton fucking stabbed us in the back and took off for <laughs> Sue Bird that we were like, let's ask these guys, what do you want to do? And if they said they wanted to be a, a talk show host, we'd say, get the fuck out. Yeah. We wanted to know that you're going to be miserable with us. Yeah. We don't want you having bigger dreams. You're going to
1: love Mississauga. <laughs> get the hell out of here. You're boring us. <laughs> God.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> we get Dub in there. That maniac. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I don't hey, know what's going on at here's all. Here's a weird thing, yeah.
0: though.
1: So Kyle Kraska walks away from Channel 8. We told this story last week. Yeah. Walks away. Did you see what he did last night?
0: No. What did he do?
1: He did like a full sports
0: report from his living room. Did now, he go, why would you do that? Did he go hexa? Like, Stand I'm still here. By. Yeah. Like, I'm still here.
1: But he, he still has the Where? screen in the back. Where? He's in his living
0: room. I know, but where did he do this report to? What did it go to? Facebook. Okay.
1: I thought you were ready to move on to new things. Seems like the old thing.
0: (laughs) I got pig plants in my living room. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? You step away and you announce that you're stepping away, then step away. Right. Start doing your... You're absolutely right. Join the senior PGA tour. Yeah, (laughs) what... Why are you doing basically kf sports from your living room? It is, Did Villalobos help him produce it? I don't know.
1: I don't get it. And then I look at John Howard today. Oh, boy. He's out shooting a selfie video in the middle of Torero Stadium because there's a brand-new expansion women's soccer team coming to town next year. Great. And uh, John would like you to know, that in a very cool move, uh, it'll be an all-female staff. And I said, all right, I like that. Good. Wait for a them. second.
0: So you're saying all the people who are playing are female and all the people that work for the team are female?
1: Um, I don't know how deep it's going to go, Dave, but I would assume it's going to be at least the coaching staff, maybe the training staff. Okay. I, I don't know all that because John invited me to tune in at 650 to watch.
0: Yeah, and you flip over from the Islanders-Bruins game? I did not.
1: But um, I'm sure the report was solid and uh, an A-quality as it always is. But there's a part of me where I'm like, is the expansion draft today? <clears throat> like, like we, we're leading with this right now? Did you see what fucking Jake Arrieta did to our team today, Johnny? He beat the fuck out of us, okay? <laughs> uh, there's nobody who loves Shannon McMillan more than me. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Julie Fowdy? Yeah. Maybe. Boy, I, I'll i tell you this. Julie Fowdy and Shannon, both of them. When you look at the success that they had from Olympics, Women's World Cup, yes. founders of that league that were here when the Spirit played, and two of the most level-headed, fun-spirited people I've ever met in my life. I don't know people... Where you go, they've achieved that much success as those two had and were so just goddamn likable in everything they did. Am I crazy on that?
0: No, you're right. But here's the deal. They couldn't make it work. So why would this work?
1: I don't know. It's not going to work. But I was just saying, like, you and I went to a spirit game, had a blast.
0: Oh, we did have a good time. But the deal is you and I knew those people. Not everybody knew them. We're rooting for them. we got inside stories on all the girls that played on that 99 team. Yeah. We know the dirt on who's a good person, bad person. Right. We do. Yep.
1: Can we say it was me a that people didn't like?
0: You just did.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, that was disappointing. To find out the Wayne Gretzky of the women's team w- yeah. was not well-liked. Brandy Chastain, very well-liked. Yep.
1: Um, so that was cool.
0: I love it. I, I did. I enjoyed it. I was disappointing that, disappointed that it folded. But I'm just saying this isn't going to work because that was at an all-time high coming off that World Cup, how is this going to work?
1: I'm all for more teams coming here. Poor John Green. Poor John Green, who got that reference, you and me. Uh, I'm all for more teams, but I would just say, as the great shotgun Tom Kelly would tell you, play the hits, baby. That's it. Play the goddamn hits. There's one fucking story in this town. It's goddamn Padre baseball every day. And I, if I'm doing anything, and we've been working from home for two and a half weeks, so I haven't heard Steve, Ben, Darren, anybody for a long time. Dude, every day, Dave, I would just come in if you and I were doing this, and I'd be like, we're talking about uh, trade rumors every day. Yeah. Uh, whether you and I are just making them up. Who are guys <laughs> that are available, and who are guys that we're hearing stories from Paul that this guy could be out the door? Wouldn't you? It's the only story in this town. Yes. Every day.
0: Simple enough. Simple enough. That's it. Play the hits. <laughs> I'm with you.
1: Do they have an off day tomorrow finally?
0: Oh, my God. They dude! Have they have, have the craziest interrupt. schedule. And I like how all of a sudden when the team is struggling, everybody with all these excuses. Again, we will say what. The, look, dude, it's fucking June 9th. Everybody calm the fuck down.
1: No, but I, there's no excuses right oh, now. We've
0: played more 500 teams than the Giants. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Calm down. You and your Padres Twitter, everybody calm the fuck down. Everybody's going to play an equal amount when it comes to Giants, Dodgers, Padres. This is calm the fuck down. Everyone's going to get their share of the hard teams.
1: Did anybody Jesus. find that guy who stole Geekster's name? Have we shook him down yet?
0: No, they didn't. All right, Padres. It like
1: everything fell apart right then.
0: Padres do not play tomorrow. On Thursday, meaning June 10th. The Padres do, though, unfortunately, head to New York starting on Friday, and you're going to see DeGrom again. And Snell? And you're going to see Snell and DeGrom go Friday.
1: Shit. <laughs> Happy day off. It's not even a diamond day off. Unless they fly to New York today. Oh, that'd be cool. You fly to New York today? Or do you give the night with your family and then spend your off day on a plane all day? You
0: know what? I don't know how that shit works. I mean, you play you, you, you played a getaway game basically today. The Cubs don't. I'm trying to think. Do the Cubs play tomorrow? No. The Cubs and Padres both have the day off. Why did they not play this as a night game?
1: Uh, Where are the Cubs on Friday?
0: Let's see. The Cubs are at home against St. Louis.
1: So yeah. Get everybody home. I, I think I'd want to leave tonight, Dave. I think I'd tell everybody, hey, listen, we're leaving tonight. And you'll get a full night, full day off in New York City.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: hang out. Not bad. Go to <laughs> Studio 54. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Go see the Kimmel show or the uh, Jimmy Fallon show. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Rock City. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that's it. But knowing the pods, they probably travel tomorrow and there's your off day spent all day on a plane.
0: I wonder how they, how, they, how it works that way. Kind, kind of curious. I mean, I know that the Padres with the uh, they used to have the businessman specials, remember? That's what Loved they used to it. call it all the time at Jack Murphy Stadium. Yeah, I'm not sure. Obviously, they say you make more money playing the night games than you would play in the day games. What do they say in uh, Chicago about how many people worked?
1: Uh, Jim Fry. Or no, Lee Elia. Lee Elia. Lee Elia said 95% of the world works, and the other 5% fucking come out here all day. <laughs> or maybe it was
0: 85 and
1: 15.
0: Got fired the next day for Teddy? that one. Yeah, I got fired the next day for that line.
1: These cocksuckers. (laughs) 85% of the world's working. The other 15% come out here every fucking day. And boo us. And boo us. My ass. I didn't bring my phone in. God damn it. I would just put that on right now. (laughs) The best. God
0: damn. That is just the best. What do you think happened when he went home and told his wife he got fired?
1: I, I don't know why I was surprised he got fired the next day. You just said your entire fan base is a bunch of drunks. Oh, he got fired for that? Yeah, big shot. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm just coming to grips with my own level of being a moron.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes. That's, yeah. that's, that's the way it goes. So the Padres, real quick, they lose today 3-1. Did mm-hmm. you catch any of this game?
1: Didn't get a chance to see any of it.
0: I Did saw. you hear about Jock Peterson? That he did the Tatis thing at third? Yeah, he did the Tatis step. Now, what do you think about this? I couldn't give less of a shit. Dude, I'm glad you said that. I, I'm 100% with it. And look, I'm not digging on Tatis. What I'm saying is not. I love how Tatis is supposed to be changing the game of the right. way old guys thought about the game. And that means swinging 3-0 and oh and hitting a grand slam. Yeah. That means the way he runs the bases. That means the way he plays the game with excitement and enthusiasm. Right. If you're going to do it, don't get pissed off when someone Wait, else does it. swag chain.
1: Yeah, you we, think teams yeah, like seeing goddamn Brian O'Grady get the swag yeah, chain? Yeah, that's we embarrassing.
0: Love it. Exactly. So look, if the Padres are going to do it, if I again, yeah, it's the greatest form of flattery for Chetis. I, I think it makes the game more colorful. So don't sit there deadpan stare through Jack Peterson when he does it. I mean, god dang, it, he does it. He it was obviously doing you. Yeah. Hey, tip your hat. Go. You know what? You're doing that because of me. Because I'm great. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought no. you were going to rip the fuck out of Jock Peterson.
1: I, Dave, I couldn't give less of a shit. Who, who gave up the home run? I don't know. Do I, we
0: know? I, no. Well, I well, didn't I should know. I saw
1: everybody upset. It oh, was Darvish.
0: St- I think it was Darvish. gave it up. He
1: stutter stepped at third. Big fucking deal. But, yeah,
0: wasn't the difference.
1: Make a better pitch.
0: Yeah, right? I, th- I believe it was Darvish though that gave it up. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, the, You know what? You want to get upset? The team can't score any fucking runs. Darvish pitched his ass off today, and you guys couldn't score any fucking runs.
1: I, I will say this. I thought the cool story coming out was the fact that Darvish said after the game he used Anthony Rizzo's walk-up song. Did you hear that? No. He said he used Anthony Rizzo's walk-up song when he was going to bat today, and he did it as a tribute to Rizzo because he said when they were together in Chicago, Rizzo meant so much to him.
0: Oh, that's nice to hear. That
1: he did it as a, as a tribute. And you go, dude, how goddamn cool is this guy? That is cool. No, I, what what should we do? Should we just wait for Peterson next time and buzz the tower? <laughs> fucking guy. Holy shit. You're lucky you're getting out of here now, you little fucking asshole. Like, nobody cares. You think anybody on the Padres were like, Frenchie. Put that on the bulletin board. I don't even know who French he is. Is Jeff Francoeur work here now? No. <laughs> I don't even know, right? Come on. I was thinking of uh, Tony Patrica. Yeah. I don't know how Tony Patrica ended up that way. Ended up being Jeff Francoeur. Doesn't matter. Get that up on the bulletin board. Get us call that goddamn Steve Dolan or who's ever up there at Fox Sports San Diego. We need a still shot of that shit.
2: <laughs> Dave, I got to tell you, that shit happened. I, how about Tingler sitting over there working on his suntan? I'd have got up out of my seat and said, hey, fuck you, Peterson, you fucking dick. I wouldn't have put up with any of that shit. Then I would have gone over there and told Joe Madden, peace of my mind, oh, Joe doesn't coach there anymore, does he? Shit. David Ross. You're not even Gary Ross. You fucking baldy.
1: <laughs> have you ever heard a coach swear? Dave, I get heated. You
2: disrespect my player. That's our dance. Dave, I don't have a swag chain. I remember when I was a kid, I was a member of the Weebelos, and I had a little
1: kerchief, Yeah. and it was so nice And then all of a sudden, I went down to Sam Madison Middle School, and I had my kerchief. My shirt was pressed nicely.
2: And some kid, he might have been two grades below me, a little smaller than me, but he was a stocky little thing, tripped me right, (laughs) put his foot between my ankles.
0: (laughs) That's horrible, Coach.
2: And I went right down. That kid took that little, you know, the little gold clip for the kerchief? Hit me in my filling with it. (laughs) (laughs) You had a filling at that age? Yeah. I had a little bit of a
1: weakness for a little bit of the sweets. But you're missing the point, Dave. The kid took my kerchief and smacked me in the goddamn filling with it. And that's why I'm a little edgier now, my older age. I heard that fucking show the other day. Dude, I'm ready to call
0: in tomorrow and ask, what what would you have done if your manager and Peterson pulled that move? Oh, Uh, hey,
1: next guy up. You better make sure you got that helmet in snug. I wouldn't have done anything, Dave, because maybe you've noticed my show. I seem to take a lot of unnecessary shots at Tatis and Machado. I would have just celebrated the gamemanship because I kind of forgot which flagship I work for. (laughs) Fuck. I, I had that goddamn show on the other day, and it's the same shit. Is every time, I don't even know why I do it. Because I, I love Johnny Quintera. Yeah. Every now and then he'll get Scott Miller on or Bryce, right? The, the Flying Miller boys.
2: Hey, uh, let's go out to a call. What a pleasure to have Walter and Fallbrook back on. Hey, Walter, the fish biting up there. And that's just <laughs> when you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, coach. Yeah, you know, it's so fun. I had a chance to go out to Lake Elsinore the other night. I got to see the storm. Oh, yeah, was it hot out there? And I just feel my fucking car vibrating because I'm on those goddamn Louie Braille things in the middle of the
1: road because I'm goddamn having a seizure.
2: Well, I got this senior section, and I have my fishing hat. Hey, how about getting to it here, okay? He never I'm says sorry? get to it. He just lets you keep going on. Right. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm on borrowed time here. I got to play bench to coach. It's one of my standards. So if you could get to the story that I'm not listening to, it'd mean a lot. (laughs) Well, coach, I don't appreciate that at all. Yeah, the fuck you don't. (laughs) Fucking lucky I don't come over there. (laughs) Put my Chuck Taylors right up where your fucking depends meets your belt. (laughs) The fuck you will. The fuck I won't. I'm taking off my Timex right now. We'll take this right out in the back. You take it off, you will put it right back on. You know what else you'll be putting on, Walt? Tell me. Your fucking finest suit. You're laying in the ground, old timer. Roll the credits. This song's over. Play Freebird. Time to go home. My God. Can I talk to Brandon? Hey, you want to stick around and play bench the coach? I'd love to.
1: <laughs> Fucking show. <laughs> God, he just was just, I don't even know. Was it wasn't hot up there? Was <laughs> it wasn't hot up there? What's up with anything? Every time.
2: Well, you know, I have the Lincoln Town car and it was just so nice. I had hot August nights, Neil Diamond. Oh, he's a singer. He sure is. I'm not sure he's as good as Tom T. Hall. The fuck he isn't. <laughs> what would you fucking just say, you drunk prick? <laughs> he goddamn wrote "Sweet Caroline." What the fuck did Tom T. Hall ever do? He's in the Grand Ole Fucking Opry. <laughs> now they're cussing at each other. <laughs> Steve Woods, he knows Tom to y'all. Steve Woods is lucky he's not in here right now. I'd throw him right out of the fucking window. Throw him first, and then his massive ego. (laughs) (laughs) Coach, I hope you get shingles. What's
0: Coach's reply to that? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I don't even
2: know.
0: Now we're going to be listening to this asshole call in. I've heard this guy. I mean, guy. I've heard it.
2: You know it. Yeah. And then, uh, remember, yeah. Coach? We would just go out there to Lane Field, and you know, one of my great experiences as a boy was having frozen custard. Yeah, your fucking brain's custard. I'm sorry, what? You heard me. Your fucking brain's Custard. Jesus Christ. These old guys with their stories, and then they don't make sense. I hope Bruce Tolner's hiring, because I'm going to need a job in about a week
1: if I keep your fucking story going.
0: Coach, I remember back in 1971. I met Duke Snyder. And Dave Concepcion was playing for the Padres. And I'm like, no, he never played for the Padres. Yes, he did.
3: How <laughs> like, you-
0: why wouldn't you just hang up on him? This story is a Bullshit. He doesn't know what the fuck he's
2: talking about. Why do you put up with that shit? Walt, did I ever tell you about the time I was in the Chargers locker room and I saw Lee Williams? I'm not sure I'm ready for that. (laughs) You're probably not. (laughs) Every
1: day. (laughs) Who screens the fucking calls there? Let's go to Albert. It's always just in some fucking city. Let's go to
2: Albert out in Escondido. Am I on? (laughs) Are you fucking Albert? I'm not fucking him, but uh, that's my name. (laughs) To the best of my knowledge.
0: (laughs) That's so sad. You're 100% right. That's the way it goes.
2: Yeah. There's hardly any exaggeration on the outside of the story. I was over at Stater Brothers. Oh, it's a great store. Did you get a cup of coffee from Mark? No, he had the day off. (laughs) He's like, fuck. God! I got to get to bench the coach. Jesus Christ. Did you want to play? We're giving away a couple of, uh, we're giving away a nice Yeti cup. Is it Yeti or Yachty? Makes me think of Yahtzee. You ever like Yahtzee, Walt? Loved it! Dude, no, hold on. Let's be
0: truthful. Nobody wins jack shit on that station. It's always, you, you qualify to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, no one ever wins anything. Fuck no. Hey, you qualified to win brand new tire caps. You know the ones that hold the air pressure in? Yeah. We'll let you know the winner in three weeks.
1: Signed team picture from the 1978 Washington Generals.
0: You qu- Great! We'll let you know. Okay. What the fuck happened to radio? Nothing. No one broke. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. It's the most insane damn thing going. Unbelievable. Jesus. Holy shit. That was funny, dude. I love Coach, man. I wish you do it every every show. Dude. It never gets old for me. I love every second of it.
2: <laughs> oh, my football, gosh. It's football season, David. <laughs> I love uh, that fucking angry coach. Hey, come over here. You big, tall, fucking oaf. Eddie, I'll fucking make that kid. I'll make him one big Sloppy Joe sandwich. And you and I love a good BLT. You like BLTs, David? Sourdough, bacon, chipotle mayo, tomatoes, lettuce, and then just when the way Ed makes it, extra bacon. Right, Eddie? Oh, Jesus. John, you're going to have a heart attack. You know what you're going to have, Ed? You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be missing a fucking spleen. Did you ever coach me again, you little fuck? <laughs> coach me. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, my gosh.
0: Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. As we yes. said, he's the, he's a good guy. He's the guy that's going to help you out. Again, he's going to answer the phone. He's going to put you in the right neighborhood. This kid can sling that rock, David. He sure can. And he can at the same time, he can get the most for your house. Right now, that's the most important thing. If you're one of those people that are going to make the jump and say, I'm selling my home. Look, he'll tell you the best move as far as now the right time to sell your home or the property value is going to continue to go up. Where are you going to live after you sell your home? All those are questions that everybody wants to answer to. Brian Curry is your guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Had a conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday talking about the housing market. And this was a story that a buddy of mine shared about Arizona, where Somebody here in San Diego sold a house for around $1.5 million. Yeah. It's a ton of goddamn money, right? And figured, hey, I'm going to go to Arizona and get a house similar, right? No state income tax. Get a house similar to mine. Same amenities. Probably a little nicer considering the money. Couldn't get it. Yeah. Could not get it. And then found themselves in a situation no, no matter what they bid on the house, it felt like the next person coming in would outbid them by yeah. ten, fifteen thousand. And this heard as much as
0: like ninety five thousand.
1: Yeah, and they thought they had the house, and apparently a person called and said, "No matter what your highest bid is, I'll uh, I'll bid five thousand higher." And here is the other crazy thing that this friend pointed out yesterday that I hadn't thought of. It's insane how many homes are being cash sales right now. Yeah. Like I was saying, you go buy a car, right? For cash, you go. Wow, fifteen to thirty thousand cash. To that's pretty good dough. Yeah, there are people, Dave, just rolling in, buying big time homes for cash. Yeah, where the fuck's the money coming from? Um, but I think that story made me look and go, yeah. If you're gonna sell. You're going to have to have a place to buy and you're going to have to have somebody really, really good on your side. And that's why Dave and I are such uh, proud supporters of Brian and his team. Because, man, if anybody can help you during these crazy times, it's Brian Curry.
0: Absolutely. Brian's your guy. Also, if you're thinking about getting a brand new pool... To add to that brand new house, Taylor made pools. Only place to go. Alan Taylor's the best. He's done such a great job. His calendar's extremely full, but you gotta make sure you call him to see where he can fit you in. So many people have talked about getting pools and they're on these waiting lists that are two, three years down the road. Call Alan Taylor. See what he can do for you. Look, he wants to make your backyard into a staycation. He works with brand new pools, also full remodels as well, commercial or residential. Alan Taylor's your guy. Six one nine 619-449-4452. you
1: know what tomorrow is dave
0: it is uh, june 10th
1: yeah well thanks do you know what else it is tomorrow i do not you son of a bitch it is the lovely and talented always incredibly patient amy's 26th birthday is that right I, yeah i wouldn't say if it wasn't happy birthday amy from everybody here at the show Uh, The brains behind the dynamite operation at TaylorMade Pools. Man, were you out today moving around? Yes. You could feel it, right? And you could feel it as soon as you go out to your car.
0: I was in El Cajon, burning up.
1: How'd that feel? Hot. Hot is right. And so more and more people, uh, you're seeing it. We just saw the other day. Uh, Newsom said that he's not ready to say the pandemic's over. More and more people staying closer to home. Even with things coming back like baseball and WWE. So, how are you spending that time at home? You should be spending it with your tailor made pools. Give them a call. Dave mentioned it. I think the 3D technology, Dave, is my favorite part. It's awesome. Because it can show you exactly what your backyard is going to look like when your brand new pool has been put in. Give them a call. Do it now have that new pool put in while there's still time on the schedule.
0: Also, Dan Williams is the guy to help you make sure your finances are in order. We told you every Tuesday, don't forget the two-minute Tuesday, Understanding Your Cost of Debt, Borrow Smart with Dan Williams. You can check it out on YouTube. Also, don't forget Dan Williams is the guy that most importantly wants to take care of your money, get you out of debt and help you actually own property. That sounds like a great idea. If you haven't had that opportunity in life, you've been a renter your entire life, it's time to change over. Make sure you call Dan Williams. He will take your call. I was joking around. He doesn't tell you to eat shit. No. 858-688-6813. He does talk and drink orange soda in the middle of every sentence. That's a little (laughs) annoying. 858-688-6813.
1: He's nuts because uh, we'll talk NHL hockey in a minute because we really could have something... Pretty cool to end up in the NHL finals, but we'll tell you that in a second and how it works with Dan. But um, we're doing a refinance because rates are insane right now. And as we're trying to figure out, do we want to sell the condo? What are we going to do with it? At least we're taking advantage of the lower interest rates. And Dan was a huge help with that. So yes, you have to make sure that your finances are in line Uh, it's crazy, Dave. I have not had a car payment in close to a year. That change is coming up in a couple of weeks, but I was able to get a car I love because I had credit. Uh, man, it's tough right now buying for financing. So, uh, if it's tough buying a car, I can't imagine what it's like trying to buy a house right now you got to make sure those numbers are working in your favor, and Dan can help you get there.
0: Absolutely. Also, don't forget about Kyle Pfluger. Your website for you is just around the corner. Kyle can build it. And you can also fix the one that you have. Kyle's the guy to put things in order for you like he's done for us. Again, he's he's high on the hog. Look, his team came to town and kicked your team's ass. He's a yep. Cubs fan. We don't even hide the fact. He, right now he's a big W uh, basically flying right in front of his house. Easy to find him, but here's another easy way. His phone number, 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621.
1: Flugs has done so much for us, but I think the thing that I love the most is when people compliment the website. Yeah. And uh, Jojo Tarantino's completely slacked off this year. I've never seen a guy that makes no money for Jesus. writing blogs who's produced less. <laughs> uh Jeez. JoJo, those, those blank checks, well, I guess they're not blank because that would mean he could be able to fill in any amount he wanted. But Glenn Geffner wrote blogs. Remember that? Yes. I, I mean, I guess you and I could write blogs. <laughs> All right, I guess. I mean, we're already doing a show twice a week, but sure. <laughs> just keep running us through. But uh, we love the website. Couldn't be more proud of it. It's 100% Kyle Fluger's the guy who made it happen. He can make it happen for you too.
0: Absolutely. All right. I got for you here. How old are they? How much are they worth? Okay. June 9th. I got three of them for you, big ones. Okay. This one's surprising because I thought it was nothing, but it's something. Okay. Johnny Depp.
1: I like Johnny Depp. I think Johnny Depp's lost a shitload of money. So I'm going to say Johnny Depp is fifty six. Fifty eight. Fifty eight. I think he lost a ton of money. I'm going to say he's down to twenty million.
0: You know what? He's still at $200 million.
1: I don't think that's true. I, I looked it
0: up a different place. I thought it was honestly way less. Like, I thought it was yeah. in the hundreds of thousands he yeah. had. says he lost $650 million, but he has $200 million. Damn.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean, all those movies. You like Johnny Depp?
0: Yeah, I'm a Johnny Depp guy. Seems cool, right? No no problem. I don't know what the hell Johnny Depp's really like. Well, you know? I don't, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I'm not going to bat for Johnny Depp. No. You know, at the same time, I liked him in 21 Jump Street in the 80s.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I... You a big Richard Grieco fan?
0: Richard Grieco and Peter DeLuise.
1: Oh! That is a...
3: Wow!
0: I want to create a show. I'll hire Ben to host it. Okay. Ran, just called Random Shit. <laughs> do you know Random I, Shit? Like, do you, who's Alice's boyfriend on the Brady Bunch? Sam. There you go. Thanks. See? That's 10 points for but me. But if I ask you who the 12th president of the United States Fuck was... No. <laughs> something that might be important. Lyndon Johnson? Oh, See? Shit. <laughs> would just exploit you for just stupid shit that's in your head. Millard Fillmore. <laughs> but it would ask one question that everybody should know. Yeah. There you go. All right. Natalie Portman.
1: Natalie Portman is gonna be uh, forty six.
0: That's funny. I didn't think you'd go in her forties. She's forty today.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Because remember
0: in Star Wars when she was so young? Yeah. Um, I didn't think you'd even go in the 40s at all. That surprised me. $24 million. $90 million. Goddamn, good for yeah. her. Good looking girl. Yeah, very cool. Last one, Michael J. Fox.
1: That is crazy. I watched Back to the Future last night with my son. Do they like it? They love it. Is
0: that the first time they've seen it? No, we've oh, watched it a bunch of it's times. It's a great movie.
1: We just I went over. Uh, their mom had... Uh, a friend in town, so I went over. We made dinner and watched Back to the Future. So goddamn,
0: good. it is. It's a great movie. Did they um, have you? Have they seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Uh, no, no. Okay, that that's uh, one yeah. they would love.
1: That's a that's another great one. Um, Michael J. Fox. I remember in high school always being surprised at how much older he was. Yeah, than everybody, was. right? And so then, and then he was like
0: 26 when he played a teenager in Family Ties.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna say he's 61.
0: 60. Pretty good guess.
1: 100, uh, dude. He probably made some dough. I'm gonna say
0: he's 100 million. It says only, well, only, but it says 65 million dollars.
1: Yeah, I mean, goddamn that that illness, man. Yeah, Parkinson's. Yeah, but boy. He's he's great. Remember he, how great he was on Curb Your
0: Enthusiasm? Dude, it's funny. I was just about to say that. It was my son's favorite fucking episode. Jake loved the scene where Michael J. Fox lives upstairs from yeah. Larry. Yeah. And he goes to complain about how hard he's stepping on the floor. Yeah. And he offers him a Coke.
2: Yeah. And he's sitting
0: <laughs> on the couch, and he opens a Coke, and it explodes in Larry's face. And he goes, what the fuck, Fox? And he goes, Parkinson's. He uh, completely shook that thing up. <laughs>
1: I watched a clip today. There was dinner. Uh, they were having dinner at Jeff and Susie's house. Yeah. And the deaf couple came in. Do you remember this? Yes. And Susie was able to speak sign language. So Larry asked if they had met at a, at a deaf function. And Susie signed stupid fucking question. <laughs> And Jeff said, let's eat. And she said, not, Susie said, not everybody's here yet. And he goes, who are we waiting on? And we go, Funkhauser. And Jeff Garland yells out, who else? He's <laughs> so mad. Goddamn. <laughs> Marty Funkhauser was so great was. on that show. That show, all of them
0: are so great. Yeah, It is. It's, it's a fantastic show. All right, here we go. Five random questions for you. Okay. What is something you really resent paying for?
1: Oh, um, something I really resent paying for. It's not that I resent paying for it. I resent how much we pay in tax you say on that. a gallon of gas.
0: Oh, gas. Oh, that's funny. I thought you were going to say income tax.
1: No, I don't I don't mind doing that. I, I mean, I get it. Does but, it bother
0: you that you have to pay income tax and some people don't?
1: Uh, no, because it's my choice to live here. Yeah. I mean, I, I could move to... Would you be
0: happier if there's just a straight flat fee 10% tax for everybody? No matter what you made, 10% goes to the government. Yeah. So it would seem more fair. Yeah. Good luck ever getting that through. But
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think, that w- I think that would be fun. That'd be cool, right?
0: Here's what I resent. I hate the tipping system. I think the testing system is ridiculous. Just include whatever the fuck it is in the total price of my bill, and th- that is it. We're done. Well, Meaning that if you're going to take the job as a server... You understand yeah. you're getting 15, 20%, 25%, whatever the fuck your agreement is with the restaurant. Yeah. That's your portion is yours. And if you want to jack the price of the meals, fine. But when you put it on there, I, I always think people fuck it up. I think I'm a very good tipper. I think you're yeah. a decent tipper too. A decent, thanks. Okay. And then, but this is where it gets crazy. Yeah. When you go to Jersey Mike's. I was just going to say. And it says, Or Rubio's. Rubio's. Any of them. Any of those motherfuckers. That
1: are not doing anything.
0: And they aren't doing shit. I want a number seven. Mike's way? Yep. Why not? So sure. Basically, I couldn't make do. it easier fuck, easier for you. Yeah.
1: This is your job. Yeah. Why am I having to tip you 20% and they're looking immediately because yeah. they hit that stupid bell?
0: Yeah. Ding, ding. Dude, it sucks. Like, imagine every time you went to the grocery store, you had to tip out the lady who's, who's running the cash right. register on the guy bagging your groceries.
1: Right. What... Uh, I've worked in the restaurant industry. I worked in the bars. I worked at Diego's in PB. We would get, let me take Diego's in PB. We would get tipped every night because you're sitting on the other side of the bar. You want a drink. We're pouring, we're mixing that drink for you. You go, well, that's the same thing they're doing at Jersey Mike's. No, it's not. We're also running your fucking food to you. We're doing everything else. We're cleaning that area. A full-fledged restaurant, Dave, Pick any restaurant. Uh, Cali Comfort. We go to Cali Comfort. You and I sit down, and we order a couple of Jake's cheesesteak sandwiches, okay? And you get a couple of beers or whatever. That girl's bringing us the beers. At Jersey Mike's, we're
0: pouring our own drinks. Yeah, you go going to the soda fountain. Right.
1: Now, she's bringing the menus. She's bringing the appetizers. She's bringing the entree. She's clearing the plates. It's a full-service restaurant, and I'm happy... To go, yeah, 20% because then part of that's going to her. It's going to the bartender yep. who poured the beer. It's going to the the chef. It's going to the dishwasher who made sure that the dishes showed up, clean. the whole thing. Jersey Mike's, it's, a goddamn, it's like Rubio's. Yeah. You're a goddamn, it's just a revolving line. We're paying our drinks. I still do it. Because they're looking at you.
0: They're guilting you into it. I do too.
1: Yeah, do you well, go twenty
0: percent? Do You go fifteen? You go ten? What do you go?
1: It's funny you say that. It's really determined. But you are pissed every time you got to push the button. I really, I go to a Rubio's. I go to the Carlsbad Rubios up by the mall a lot. Man, those guys are goddamn great, and and they're great because they crank it out really fast. the The food's always great. Um, they bring you extra things, right? And they're always and there is always somebody. It feels like. That's walking by, checking in on you, like, "Hey, you good? How's it? Like, you need anything?" So, I really like that. Now, it's funny next door. There is a Jersey Mike's, and there are days where you walk in, and it's, "Hey, what's going on?" And, and Dave, you got your Baron's baseball sweatshirt on tonight. Hey, how are the Baron's doing? And they're engaging with you, and they're friendly, and they're making the sandwich, and they're cranking it out, and the whole thing. And you go, "Yeah, they're pretty cool." Okay, if yeah. that. They may not be making a lot, but but on the days when you go into that same sandwich shop and they're not really engaging and they're taking forever and they get a little bit of the crocodile arms doing whatever they're doing, you go yeah it's different. But for the most part, I've been lucky with those two where the service is really good, the people are really nice, so I don't mind doing it. It's not. I mean, what's it's 20% on 10 bucks,
0: right? Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, no, that's I how I feel you. like, come on, what the fuck happened here?
1: And it's everywhere.
0: Everywhere. You know? Yeah. yeah anyway. But again. I don't
1: blame the kids. I blame the franchise. That's what owner. I'm saying.
0: The franchise. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to start next time I go somewhere where I know I'm not coming back. Like I'm going to Arizona in a couple of weeks is the plan. Okay.
2: When you going into Yuma, Yuma,
0: Phoenix. Yeah. No, I'm out of Yuma. I'm all the way to Phoenix now. But when I go to Phoenix, since I probably won't be going to that Jersey Mike's again, I'm thinking I'm just going to tell the guy, "Fuck off! I'm not pushing these buttons." Yeah, you don't yeah, have to. That's it. And I'm going to eat the giant I'm sandwich gonna is th-
1: already made. It's- they can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> now the guy goes, "Thank hey, you." I'm not going to tell him fuck me that off. Back.
0: You should. He just grabs my sandwich and knocks all the pickles off with his hand.
1: <laughs> he just rubs it under his arm
0: re-rolls it. You yeah. know how they put it down all tight and shit, trying yeah. to get it in that bag? <laughs> <laughs> he pushes the bag in,
1: takes it back, and just smashes it with his fist.
0: <laughs> Enjoy that, asshole. Oh, my God. Next question. Where do you get your news?
1: God, social media, unfortunately. I think I, I do, too, for the I most part. Su- I subscribe to the UT, and I have about 17 of them with a rubber band around them. Just sitting downstairs.
0: What about what about the like Sundays? You want look at Sunday I look at Sundays. I
1: do. I love those Sunday. Paper. Sundays is the only one I look I at. I still read
0: Nick's column. Yeah, right. I do too. And I, do I get love mad Sundays every sports. Sunday. I get mad.
1: Yeah, because there's always it's always either the Judases, yes, Fredo,
0: yeah, or some old fucking Fine reference Lane. from like the 30s. You're like, yeah. what the fuck?
1: Yeah, Doug Oliver doing <laughs> weather. Like, what fucking year was Doug Oliver doing the weather? <laughs> what? all right see you next week nick that's exactly what i do all the time
0: that's exactly what um, i do
1: no i love it uh, dude i tell you what man I, I give ac credit i really do i get that newsletter every morning in my email yeah fuck a guys writing that he's doing radio hits all the time writing columns writing sidebar stories jesus christ that would make me insane
0: it's still not good enough for a lot of people they rip the hell out of him. i know Oh, my gosh. All right. When you're old, mm-hmm. what are some of the questions you think your children or grandchildren will ask you? Like, what are they going to be interested in about your life or something that they're going to want to know?
1: Uh, how the hell did you get mom to say yes? Not to one I seem to hear a lot.
0: Do you really get that from your kids All now?
1: Usually from her. Oh, Jesus. In front of them. Um, That's funny. You know, I have such a great relationship with them that we just, uh, I said to him today, because I bought tickets for Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But they wouldn't sell us three tickets, so we had to buy four. So by the time you get done getting fucked over by the arena on service charges and, and facility fees, all this other bullshit, right? Yeah. For like four tickets, and we're down really low. They're, it's right by the stage, so my kids will get to see all the guys they like right but it was a shitload of money so i told him i'm like hey listen we're going to this thing but your next four birthdays are accounted for on this night basically you're done until you're 18 <laughs> and my son jack's like i'm completely in yeah didn't hear a goddamn word from kate <laughs> but um no i don't you know dave i don't i don't really think there's anything going i mean our whole deal is about making memories it's about music it's about movies it's just the coolest so i i think they know everything um like i'm with them all the time when we hang out we talk about everything that's a great question i don't know that there's anything if they would look back and go regrets i've said it if i i wish i was uh aware of shit that was spiraling out of control in 2016, but being a guy and just thinking, Hey, I've got this under control and there was no reason to go to therapy or do anything else. uh, It cost me my marriage. And luckily she and I are on great terms now, but it's still a challenge for my kids. I'm not there every night. We're not doing shit like Monterey or family trips. So yeah, if I had the regret, it would be two regrets.
0: Well, it wasn't a regret. It was what were your kids ask you about when you were an old man or your grandkids?
1: Yeah, like, I I think that would be the thing. If they go back and said, yeah, like, what...
0: What ended your marriage?
1: No, not that, but what would you change? Oh. What would you change? Uh, Because a lot of things you can't, but that would be when you look back and go, yeah, I wish I would have been... I wish I wouldn't have... uh, Well, no, I was going to say I wish I'd paid more attention in high school, but no, that was so goddamn fun. I I couldn't care less. I love those four years. No, I think that would be the one. What about for you?
0: I I think... um Grandchildren would ask me probably most about you know um, my son and say hey what oh, was that. what was Josh like as a kid when when you know dad was our age what was he like yeah that's probably the number one question you're going to get is what I'm guessing
1: what's the last thing you got really mad at him about
0: you know what I've he's been so easy that I've only gotten upset with him two times and that was one he, he threw two parties that he didn't have permission to throw one Let's he threw we're good parties that's what I hear oh, people fuck. say they're great parties one was um he, he was house sitting or he's feeding the dog of our neighbor well, yeah they were in disneyland yeah and reed and i were out to dinner and all of a sudden we get a call from that family and everybody was posting on social media about the oh, best shit. party of all time oh, that shit. was in their house
3: oh, shit.
0: and we're like holy shit and we had to go over to that house and like pull kids out of that house and stuff and uh, we're like well, are you nuts yeah. i remember pulling something right when we thought we were all done like it was at yeah. like two in the morning in the dark, I see some guy in the backyard, like something moving, and I realized it was some kid from the water polo team that passed out still wearing a speedo. Passed oh, out in boy. the dirt. Come on. Complete message. <laughs> complete complete mess. I did that, at him. And he did that at Rita's mom's house. He did his grandmother's I that house. One. And I got news for you is every it was a rec- everyone who was being recruited by San Diego State. Yep. Ended up signing with San Diego State. They had such a good time. That was when San Diego State fucking won the Mountain West Conference. Oh, And those hey. guys, all those guys got rings and shit. You could thank my kid for making that football team good. Yeah.
1: You need to Every it. kid signed. You need to apologize to him. Sign J.D. Wicker. <laughs> um, The other day we were
0: out. You and I were doing, I remember we were doing a live Fox Sports radio. Uh-huh. We are doing the network. Yep. And I had to fucking, as soon as the show was over, I had to get out of there to yep. break up that party. I remember that. Yeah.
1: Um. Did you have nicknames for your kids when you were, that just no. you and Rita called them? No. So my son Jay has been JJ forever for Jack Jackson, which makes no sense at all because his name's Jackson Chase. So it just, you know, Jay, JJ, the whole thing. My son Cade has been Cap, which as a kid it was Cappy because we called him Captain Cade Man, like the old cartoon. Captain Caveman. So his mom, and I mean, I probably started it, and his mom has done it their entire life, where she'll yell, and it's rarely Jack or Jackson. It's JJ, Cap, Cappy, come here. And I remember when Cade was in like fourth grade, one of his teachers called him Cappy, and he got really pissed. He's like, my mom and dad call me that. So I explained I go, hey, the teacher doesn't mean anything. But the other day we're out and they're now eighth grade and ninth yeah. grade, and girls start to matter. And I heard the one say to the other, Oh, I'm going to tell her your nickname's Cappy. And he's like, Oh, that's fine. I'll say it's JJ. And dude, I lost my shit. I go, If I ever hear you fucking guys saying shit to anybody about two names that mean a lot to me and mean a lot to your mom, I go, your fucking phone's going in Santee Lake.
0: Electronics gone again.
1: God, I told him. <laughs> I lost my shit. I go, if you goddamn, I go, don't. I go, you think mom takes shit away? I'll fucking kick that thing like Hank Alisic right down the fucking street. So I called her, and it was funny, man, because she's she's very mellow. She's like, 100%, 100%. She's like, if I hear that shit, that's done because it's it's stuff. It's family, and it means a lot to their mom. Means a lot to me. Oh, that motherfucker!
2: I just saw that. little, hey, now you. Oh, now you're gonna jump in because you just saw Jock Peterson.
1: Yeah, no, overrated. We're just they put MLB Network on and.
0: Let me ask you a question, all right? Before you finish yeah. your story, so watch watch Tatis, okay? When he does the move, when Peterson does the stutter but- step, okay? Yeah. Tatisa's back is to him. Look, he's yeah. even looking at it. Is he watching it on the scoreboard? How does he know? He's pissed. I don't even know if we know. That feels like doctored film.
1: I don't even think he knows. But um yeah, just to wrap it up, that's the thing. Any parent who has a nickname or something that meant a lot when they were three, four, five. Right, nine, ten, and then they they get older. Those names mean a lot. And if you heard them making fun of it, I don't know. We lost our shit. It was
3: funny. (laughs)
0: All right, here we go. I think of one person when I asked this question. Won't say his name on there. What's the most epic way you've seen someone quit or be fired? Oh. Oh. You thinking about the same guy I'm thinking about? Yeah, 1090? Who took his beer? No, that was crazy, too. No, I was thinking at 1360.
1: When, uh, when he couldn't believe he got fired yeah. when 2,000 people got fired? Yeah, that's the one. I'm pretty sure we've told that story, but out of respect, we won't. Uh, yeah, we had a guy who got fired at 1090 who just, really good dude. It just wasn't a fit. And when that particular individual left, we got Bobby Woldridge, who was unbelievable. Yeah. We got Bobby Wooldridge and Johnny Pratt, and those guys were great. But the dude who wasn't uh, a fit was a really good guy. Nothing wrong personality. It just didn't really work. And uh, we needed a full-on producer, booking guests, the whole thing. And uh, so we gets to let go, and that sucks because we've all been through it. But he's coming back to the sports bit, and there's like four six-packs of like Local balance point, like HR standing there, and you and I are
0: just kind of, and he's in tears. Yeah, he took a bet.
2: Yeah, well, I'm taking my beer too. (laughs) He did. I'm taking this fucking taking this
0: fucking beer with me. Fuck,
1: that sucked. And all of us like,
0: dude, you can have all of it. Like we all felt bad for him.
1: We're gonna buy you twenty more. Yeah, because we all liked him. Yeah, it wasn't anything wrong. It just wasn't the right. The right fit.
0: But, yeah. It was a funny line. I'm taking all these beers. <laughs> uh, I'm taking walked well, out with cases of beer. Well,
1: and and the one I always say, too, is Michael Reagan, who I, who I didn't know. I just started.
2: KSTO has gotten rid of this show, and if you think a national show with Rush Limbaugh is going to do better than what we do here locally every day telling you about the issues that matter,
1: good luck. Fucking a month later, there's about... A thousand bottles of champagne, as we're a fucking ten share for the first time in our life. Michael Reagan just calling Jane Wyman, Mom, can you please give me a goddamn guest spot on Knots Landing or whatever that show you're
2: on,
0: Michael? I can't. Fuck. <laughs> what about? What about? Fuck you guys. I have a shitload of AOL stock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked out well too.
2: I tell you what, I said, hey, you could take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. That's what I told him.
0: Coaches are playing on Fridays. It's Fridays, everybody. That's it. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Okay. What would be the worst thing you could hear as you're going under anesthesia before surgery?
1: Uh, it actually happened to me when oh, I had shit. my ACL surgery. Um, I was drugged up. I had said... Four different times, it was my left knee, and uh, I was out. Like, I was hammered. Yeah. Now, did you say right knee or left knee? What? (laughs) And they, uh, honest to God, Dave, I got out of surgery, and uh, they had shaved my right knee, too. Fuck. They almost fucking did the surgery on the wrong knee. Yeah, complete ACL. Right? Well, I don't know what we're doing here. This one, I should check to see if I got any fucking scars.
0: 50-50 chance of getting it right.
1: God damn, just put a Sharpie right here. Dicks. Uh, Yeah, that was
0: it. How about you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, This poor bastard doesn't have a chance. (laughs) It's probably
2: the the, the worst thing you you can hear. Yeah. It's just a root canal. Don't kill me.
1: (laughs) NHL note. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable tonight, as we told you on the show. Barry Trotz and the New York Islanders are really, really fun um, for what's going on in hockey. They eliminated the Boston Bruins tonight. So now you have um, it'll be, God damn, I'm mind blanking. The Islanders will play the Tampa Bay Lightning on one side. We're down to Vegas and Colorado uh, in the West. But here's the crazy thing, Dave. Because of travel restrictions, the Canadian teams, Winnipeg, Toronto, Montreal, and Edmonton, they had to play just a Canadian division playoffs. Well, they got everything approved now. So the Stanley Cup finals will go on, and teams will be able to travel for the next two rounds back and forth between here and Canada. But whoever wins between Vegas and Colorado, they're going to take on uh, the Montreal Canadiens in the Final Four. You could have a situation where it's the Canadiens playing the Islanders. Old school, man, like old school NHL which you think about it, you would never see in a normal year because it's always a team from the Western Conference against a team from the Eastern Conference. But because you couldn't travel, the Canadian teams had their own division, and now it'll be Montreal taking on the winner, like I said, of Colorado or Vegas. Good. Dan seems to think the Habs are out. Dan's insane because he's a Vegas Golden Knights fan, so he's picking with his heart. I don't think Montreal has trailed... They just swept Winnipeg in four straight. Dave, I don't think they've trailed since game four against Toronto. So that's game five, six, seven, and then the last four. I think that's what I saw. I could be wrong. But anyways, just kind of a unique thing if you're a hockey fan. Two iconic franchises, both on the East Coast. You go, well, who cares? Because it's cool. It's good for the sport. Uh, They could end up in the finals. But congratulations to the Islanders. They eliminate the Bruins tonight. And they keep um, moving. It.
0: Oh, shit. Wrong one. I'm sorry. But you oh, shit. shit. shit I You're suck. really good at this. Dude, fuck. All right. This has to be it, right? Okay. There you go. Hey, there you go. I thought it was the last one. I think we picked the Islanders. You me? did. You've been talking Islanders for weeks.
1: Yeah. So exciting for them and very, very cool.
0: There you go. Hey, real quick. Also, uh, big talk in baseball, of course, of what's going on about pitchers yeah. and having something on their hands. Listen to Buck Walter today. He told an interesting story. I love old manager story stories. So Buck Walter was saying he was managing the Yankees. He said the phone rings down into the dugout and it's George Steinbrenner. Okay. And he goes, you must be the dumbest fucking manager I've ever hired in my life. Can't you see the pitcher on the other team is cheating? And he says, yeah, well, our guy's cheating too. And he's better at it than his guy. And the guy on the other side knows my guy's cheating and knows if I call the other guy out, he's going to call my guy out. What do you want? We're winning this game. And he goes, all right, and hangs up, <laughs> hangs up the phone on him. But Ron Darling made a point. He goes, you know how you know guys are cheating? Because pitchers always go to their mouth with yeah. their fingers. And he goes, guys don't lick their fingers anymore. Isn't that crazy? And he goes, they don't want that shit on their tongue.
1: There is a new book. I just read an excerpt of it tonight. Yeah. New book that came out today. I think it's called Cheating. And it takes you into the whole thing with the Astros, how they were cheating in 2018, 2019, how Aaron Boone was yelling at him because they were fucking whistling from the dugout. Yeah. And the Astros were like, what are you going to fucking do about it? Wow. Like, full on. But this book, Dave, they said it's pretty crazy because uh, they go into science stealing, right? Things that are considered game within the game that you can get away with. Yeah. But then the things like the whistling from the dugout, stealing signs, how they told this story. Bobby Valentine, I'll tell you this one too. Bobby Valentine had figured out a way when he was the manager of the Mets that he would have a camera on the third base coach for the opposing team. And what he would do is he would figure it out, right? He would stay at... Shea or City Field until four thirty in the morning because he would assign every body part a number. So your ears one, your nose is two, your hip is three. Right? We get it. And as he would go through, kind of like Simon the game, he would watch what the sequence was and what the end result was. So if the guy goes one two three and the guy steals second, okay, I want to pay attention. What happens the next time? Well, it was four two three. Okay, so watch for the two-three combination. I think it was Harry Giles may have still been with the Phillies. Calls Steve Phillips and is like, do you have a fucking camera on our third base guy? And Steve Phillips goes, I don't think so, but let me check. And they said in this book, Steve Phillips calls Bobby Valentine. goes, are you taping the third base coach? He goes, yeah. Phillips goes, knock it off. It's fucking illegal. And they said Bobby Valentine was like, "Ah, oh, okay, well it's too much headache to do all this and the payoff's not good enough." But I mean, there's been all wow. kinds of shit going on. When's the last time Bobby Valentine managed? 2012.
0: Yeah, oh, since he no, since he yeah, since he fucked up with the Red Sox.
1: Yeah, it was like yeah. 2012, yeah. right, around then.
0: Cuz they won the World Series the next year without him.
1: Yeah, but he'd been the manager of the Mets yeah. before that, Yeah, right? but
0: remember with the Red Sox they wanted to kill him oh, in my Boston. Oh god,
1: awful. But but it's just showing That the things that we're seeing and talking about with the Astros, man, it's been going on different forms, but very similar for years.
0: Exactly right. All right, we'll be back on Monday, everybody. Have a good couple days.
3: I was rather not, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing no on TV. What Californian cuss their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laugh so hard. I.